Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Business Radio X Women in Technology series. Today we have a group, not a group, a couple of beautiful ladies here to speak about all the wonderful things that they do in technology here in in Atlanta. So we have with us today Jill Arcadio and Stephanie Coleman. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well, thank you. Okay, so um, we're just going to get straight into it. I'm going to start with you, Jill. Is that okay? Sure. All right. So tell us a little bit about what you do in technology. So I am a former software developer and current uh, software engineering manager at Cox Automotive. Um, I've been in technology for about six years now, ever since I graduated from college and um, have just worked in a couple of different fields and finance and insurance and credit cards. And now I'm in the automotive space, um, just creating mobile apps for all of Mannheim's automobile auctions. Wow. So you listed all of that as if it's just nothing. That's a lot of things. You said finance, you said insurance. So how did you get into technology? Um, I kind of feel like I fell into technology. Um, I was actually telling Stephanie this earlier. I fully intended to get into finance. Whenever I graduated, I had a math degree from Mercer University and um, computer science was my minor, but only because I had already taken several classes and it fit easily. (laughs) Um, But I applied for a lot of jobs when I graduated and all but one of them were in finance. One was this little technology firm in Atlanta that I had never heard of. And um, I got that job, loved every minute of it, learned a ton and just never left. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. So how did you get into technology? What inspired you? Um, I've always loved math. And math kind of lends itself really well to computer science. You know, a lot of the logic that you learn and a lot of the um, ways of thinking that you learn whenever you're doing math really helps you whenever you're doing programming. They, mm. they translate really well. And, um, you know, no one in my family does technology-based jobs. Right. But we've always been very into the next tech, the next, you know, virtual reality item, the next whatever's coming up. And um, so in my personal life, I've always been super into technology and video games and art. And um, to be able to work in that seemed like a pipe dream. Right. So I applied for that one job, like I said, um, and ended up getting it. And whenever I realized that I could truly make a career out of something that I enjoyed, um, I just... Wanted to keep doing it. So it was fate. You tried for that one bit. job and yeah. you got it. That's awesome. So um, definitely tech had to be somewhere in your background. So you said that you watched, um, you played video games yeah. and you had art and all of that. So how did that all come together? Um, well, my brother was a big influence in the video game front. He needed someone to beat a lot. So uh, <laughs> You were I, that person. I was until I got to be where I could actually beat him, which was exciting and happened maybe once. Um, so I got into that and um, the art piece of it, I took a lot of inspiration from my sister mm. because she's an amazing artist. She would never admit that, but she is. And um, so just kind of drawing from my family background and um, 
I now am married to someone who's very into the comic book world. Oh, so okay, so it ties together. Yeah, and it, we're trying to bring the A in steam kind of into yeah. wit now. So having that background in art and in graphic design and comic books and how they kind of integrate into the film industry in yep. Atlanta and all of that is so technology-based that um, it just all kind of blends really well into each other. One of the things we tell all of our WIT girls, which are the middle and high school students mm -hmm. that we work with, is that every job in 2019 is a technology job. There's no way to get away from it. Oh, yeah. So you got to kind of lean in and just accept your fate and, right. uh, you know, go into technology from all different kinds of angles. I mean, even sure. a radio show has a ton of technology yep. involved in it. So you can't really do get something here it. without doing technology. That's exactly what I've been thinking. I went to school for broadcast communications and I end up having to know how to film, mm -hmm. how to produce and all of that. So tech is definitely involved in a lot of things. Yeah. So I want to go back a little bit to 2014 when you attended your first WIT Forum yes. and you saw so many amazing women on the platform, I believe, and mm -hmm. you just wanted to be like them or work for them, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. So I actually went to the 2014 WIT Awards, which Wit is Awards. the Woman of the Year. Um, every year we have four women and one girl um, in different categories win Woman of the Year for WIT, mm. and they're nominated through their companies. For the girls, they're nominated at each event that we host with WIT Girls. And um, seeing them all speak was absolutely incredible. It was at the Georgia Aquarium, which is where it is every year. And um, there was one woman in particular uh, who I had never heard of before, Janet Bernard, who works at Cox Automotive, um, where I did not work at the time. Okay. Um, and I saw her speak and I just thought, I want to be her. I want to be her. I want to work for her. I want to do every part of my career so that I can become as awesome as she is yeah and then the next woman came up and she was just as incredible and the next woman came up and she was just as incredible and so I thought okay if all of these women are involved in women in technology I need to be involved right. in wit immediately so you could be that next person on that platform exactly <laughs> so that I can have one person think about me the way that I thought about all of those women and um so the next week I got together with some of the ladies at my company and all of us have signed up on the WIT website. We all signed up to be volunteers. And um, within about a month, I was on a team working to create what is now the WIT Mentors Program Yeah, that um, pairs women working in technology fields with girls in high school that are interested in technology fields. So we do one-on-one -on -one pairings and I spent a year with a group of ladies creating that program and getting the mentors kind of up to speed, getting training, getting, um, you know, different content and packages and Ted talks and podcasts and all kinds of things that we could share with these high schoolers to give them the resources that we never yeah. had. And I think that's so beautiful. And it leads into what you do right now with WIT mm -hmm. Girls. Yes, So you were that girl or woman, I should say, mm -hmm. that was watching all of these women on this platform speaking and wanting to be them. And now you're in the position to help other girls yes. to be in that other position. So I think that's awesome. And I would like you to speak a little bit about WIT Girls and what you do for them. Sure. So I've volunteered with WIT Girls since the beginning of my time with WIT, um, which is five years now, which seems crazy. Wow. Um, and last year I became the WIT Girls Program Director. And what that means is I facilitate and help execute all of the programs that WIT Girls offers throughout the entire year. 
So that's we, a lot of work. It is. It is. And I love it. Um, I tell everyone that Cox Automotive is my real job, but this is my favorite job. Yeah. Um, just cause I really enjoy it. I get a lot of fulfillment from it. And, um, we work with middle and high school age girls. So six to 12th grade and we host, um, four different programs for them. We have career explorations, which is where companies come out to middle and high schools in the Atlanta area and teach them about what they do at their jobs. Um, we've had people come out to a Gwinnett County middle school and do a cybersecurity talk over their lunch period um, and different events like that. Then we have immersion where the girls actually come out to the companies on a Saturday or on, you know, a, a school holiday and, sit and do a career panel or they'll do a hands-on presentation or they'll do um, a problem-solving event where they're trying to come up with a way to use technology yeah. to solve a real-world issue. And then we have two programs that are just for high schoolers, which is our mentoring program that I spoke about before and our summer job shadow program. Um, for job shadow, we have, I think this year we're going to have 85 spots available. Wow. Um, where 85 high school availability. Girls, yeah, which is Incredible. Two years ago, we had 50. Last year, we had 75. And this year, we're looking it's to up just it to growing. 85. So it's, uh, it's exploding, which is great. It's a, it's a good problem to have. Um, but for Job Shadow, the girls actually spend a week at a company in Atlanta, and they shadow different teams. They shadow individual women who are working in their careers. They just kind of learn and immerse themselves in that company. Um, they, so they actually spend four days doing that. Yeah. And then on Friday, all the girls from all the different companies around Atlanta get together in one room and they all present what they to learned. everybody else what they learned. Um, so everybody gets a little bit of the knowledge from across all the different companies. And I think that's just such an amazing thing to start from sixth graders to 12th graders. You're giving them a different insight and just a different look on mm -hmm. the possibilities of what they can do because I do know that a lot of females in high school want to do the typical nursing or you know the, yeah. the things that are just typical for women to want to do so you guys starting at such a young age and showing them that there's this whole other avenue of things to do is just so amazing so how does a a day in the life of a WIT program di director go what does that look like yes um so well, it changes day to day. Yes. Um, but for each event, basically, I have a list of sponsors that are people that have are companies that have donated to WIT and want to be part of WIT Girls. We've got WIT Campus, WIT Girls, and then just general WIT sponsors. So all of our WIT Girls sponsors are able to do at least one program every year with us. Okay. And they all are given the opportunity to do job shadow in addition to that one event. So um, we... I sort of go through the list and see who's coming up, who we haven't done an event with and see who's, who's next mm -hmm. and coordinate with them. Um, I've got a team of 12 people behind me on my leadership team, um, which is new and great. Yes. And it's definitely a blessing to have. Um, and all of us kind of have our set roles. So I've got school relationship managers that are connected um, with teachers and administrators at local schools that are able to get information about our programs out there and get information from the girls about how we're doing. If mm -hmm. the programs that we're offering are truly providing them value wow. so that we can change our content if it's, if it needs updating. Yeah. 
Um, and then I've got some program managers that run each of the four programs that I spoke about. So I kind of help coordinate all of them to so connect, you're the boss. basically, <laughs> but I connect them with the sponsors. You know, I get the, the dates locked down. Yeah. I go through all of the school calendars for every school uh, system in Atlanta, which okay. is a surprising number. Um, and, you know, make sure that we're not doing something on a Tuesday afternoon where they're on class yeah. or if we're not hosting an event over spring break where they're going to be on vacation. Right. Um, so I kind of coordinate the calendar and the registration and making sure that we're promoting things on social media. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I probably do an hour or so of wit things a day um, okay. throughout the week, which is not terrible. Um, it used to be a little bit more, but now that I've got a really, really strong team behind yeah. me, they're able to support and coordinate all of the events. It takes a lot off of your shoulders. It does. And I'm able to really focus on strategy and making mm -hmm. sure that our vision is being you know, satisfied. We used to have five different programs and we combined some of them because we realized from the feedback we got from our school relationship managers yes. that the programs that we were offering, two of them, the girls didn't know the difference between. So Ooh, we decided okay. if that's the case, we'll just make them one program and we'll run it with twice as much funding, twice as much time that we can dedicate to it so that we're not splitting our focus yeah. when it when we don't need to. So that's the area that I can focus on now that I right. have the team available. Good, good. So do you find that the girls starting from sixth grade, do they go all the way up until 12th grade or do some of them fall out or do they stay? So that's a great question. Wit Girls has actually, Wit has been around for 26 years. Wow. Wit Girls has only been around for eight. Okay. So this is the first year that one of the girls that started in sixth grade and came completed. all the way through completed the program. That's amazing. So we've seen some girls fall out. We've also seen some that start in 10th grade and mm -hmm. continue on to Wit Campus, which I know is what Stephanie's more involved in. Yes. Um, and... So we have had a couple of girls that can kind of complete the journey, um, and we've had a few that fall off, but I'm trying to keep track now that yeah. we're in a space where we can have some sixth graders who are now 12th graders right. to see what happens and yeah. see kind of where their journey goes. And we'll use that girl as an example to come back in and you say like, hey, I, I love this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We um we had one girl who had... Did, she didn't go all seven years, but um, she started in early high school and then continued on to, I believe she went to Harvard um, last year. Really? That's amazing. Her, yeah, she's incredible. And we had her um, give a little video testimonial at WIT Awards last year so that everyone can kind of see this is why you sponsor programs like this. Right. So that we can have a girl from middle of nowhere mm -hmm. um, in Georgia move on and go to Harvard. Harvard. You know, <laughs> and and have this incredible technology or science or engineering or any of those STEAM letters um, opportunities that she may not have gotten otherwise. Exactly. So what's the most rewarding part of this whole thing? For me, it's getting to interact with the girls. Yeah. Um, I get to know the girls um, that are repeat attenders mm -hmm. um, pretty well and seeing them go from, you know, shy sixth graders or even ninth graders at their yeah. first event to presenting at job shadow or speaking in front of a panel of women, um, is just really incredible to see. Um, just just getting to know them and seeing them kind of blossom yeah. and become more confident in who they are. I love that. I love your whole story. I love how you started. 
everything. So thank you so much for coming in and speaking to us about what you do for WIC Girls here in Atlanta. And if someone wanted to know a little bit more about you and what you do, how can they reach you? They can reach me. Um, I'm on all social media platforms. Um, Jill Arcadio, possibly Jay Arcadio, uh, okay. if it wasn't available, and on LinkedIn. All right. Awesome. So we're going to be moving on to Stephanie Coleman. Hello. How are you doing right now? I'm well, thank you. Did you hear all the amazing things that she does for WIT Girls? Absolutely. So I want to hear all the amazing things you do. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> all right. So give me a little bit of your background and how you started. Well, interestingly enough, when we first started today, we talked about when you guys graduated. I've been in the game a little bit longer than you guys. Um, I graduated. <laughs> <You look> amazing. <laughs> I graduated from the University of Georgia in 1994 okay. with a degree in management information systems. Um, prior to going to University of Georgia, I started at as a computer science major at Hampson University. When I transfer, transferred to UGA, I decided all the math that Jill is so capable with, I am not as capable. Okay. So I wanted to move over to the business school, which is why I chose management information systems. So that was able to give me an opportunity to blend both the still keep the computer side, which is what my love was, but also get the business aspect. Okay. So I became an MIS major while I was at University of Georgia. I also co-opted. And so that started me really on my path to getting a career in technology. And while I was at Georgia, my total focus was I want a job in tech. Yes. And so um, co-oping was an amazing opportunity for me. And when I graduated from Georgia in about 1994, I ended up, um, I started with a company that does not exist anymore, Arthur Anderson, which was a big six or big four accounting firm back in the day. And there I started off as a programmer and then um, transitioned, and that was down in Sarasota, Florida. I actually. Wow, so you've been all over. Somewhat, yes. <laughs> but because of Arthur Anderson, I was able to do a lot of travel. Okay. I ended up transferring up here to Atlanta to our bus- the Arthur Anderson Business Consulting Group, where I continued to grow my career, continued programming, but got into testing and um, business analysis, all of the things within the software development life cycle. So Arthur Anderson was a great place for me to really hone all of my skills related to the software development cycle, life cycle, and just to grow as a technologist. And eventually I became a project manager. Um, When Arthur Anderson ended not too long ago, in early 2000, I ended up transitioning to a, another company, a smaller company, as an application developer, senior application developer, and QA specialist okay. and QA manager. And from the, while I was transitioning from Arthur Anderson, I started my own web design company and development wow. company. So I did a lot of small business web design and development, and that's my love for web. Yes. That's when it started. And so for a number... It was really just small businesses that I worked with, but it was a great opportunity. And that was before all the classes that you can take now to actually learn how to do webs. Anyone can go online now and learn how to do it. I had to teach myself, but I was able to do that and start my own business. But I also continue. I have two children and I was able to uh, both full time job, two children and had my business on the side. And so I kind of slowed that down when. And after I left the HR, small HR company, I I was able to then move over to Southern Polytechnic State University as the web, the web services, the director of web services. 
and and I was responsible for redesigning the website for Southern Polytechnic. So the last three iterations or so of the Southern Polytechnic State University website, I was, was all you. That was me and my team. <laughs> we, it was a team of us that did that. That's so amazing. You said a lot of great things. And what I take from it is you are a superwoman. <laughs> Don't yes. know about that, but thank you. You are. You have two <laughs> kids. You had a full-time job. You started your own web design company. You taught yourself, went back to school. Like, that's amazing. And give yourself a lot of credit for that. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about your web design company. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. I, one of the things I found out, the older I've gotten become in my career, or the more seasoned I have become in my career, that's where WIT and the WIT campus has really come into play in terms of I'm hoping some things will come together yes. in a nice, beautiful way. Because my career has led me to now, I'm currently a director of digital communications at a company here in the a very well-known company here in the Atlanta area. And I'm responsible for that website, email marketing and social media. Okay. And because my kids are older, I don't have the time to really sit and really work one-on-one with clients. Okay. But I would like to be the caveat between... Um, those clients, I do still have people who come to me to see if I could help them with their website yeah. and potentially bridging some type of a gap by getting to know some of these young ladies in WIC campus and potentially bridging a gap where they can start getting experience with some of these companies that are coming to me and then having, I'm trying to build something right. along that line, along those lines. So do you still do a little bit of your own web designing, like freelance a little bit? For myself. Okay. I, I have I have a couple of websites in mind that need to come to life. Yeah. Well, I would love to see some of your web design <laughs> stuff. Well, I'm not really a designer. I'm more of a developer. Developer. So I work very closely with a lot of designers. Okay. And so I am um, with I am more so the developer. When it comes to design, I'm ready to throw a computer out of the window because that is not my skill set. Is it a lot of work? It's not necessarily a lot of work. It just truly is. I think people really take for granted how it is truly an art. And that is, I am, I can own up to the fact that that is not my skill. Forte. (laughs) That is not what I do. But development, project management, those are, and knowing what needs to happen to manage a website, those are the things that are my expertise. Yeah. So you didn't start off in insurance. I didn't. Or finance. I did not. No, <laughs> so actually. this was always a passion. My senior year, I'm a first graduating class of Westlake High School. Awesome. And up until that point, I wanted to be a lawyer. My father was a lawyer. He, when he passed away, he was a judge. But prior to that, I wanted to be a lawyer like my dad. Wow. My senior year of high school, I decided I wanted I, I took a, a basic programming class. I don't even know if you either either of you know about basic the basic programming language. I took that class. I was like, oh, my gosh. I love this. This is going to be my life. <laughs> and I was very fortunate. I know a lot of people don't know that so early on. But I've been very fortunate from my senior year taking that one class. I wish I remember the teacher's name so that I could give her some credit. But that one class led me to where I am today. All right, so let's fast forward to today. Yes. What are you doing for women with campus? So I am a campus manager at WIT campus for at Kennesaw State University. Okay. I've been a campus manager for the last two years. This year I'm partnering with another um, who happens to be a faculty member. Her name is Nicole Wilson. She's also a campus manager with me. Another person on our team is Rachel Stuvey and, Peril, and Paris Walters. All the four of us make up the volunteer team okay. for WIC campus. We have an amazing, amazing, amazing 
faculty advisors, Dr. Sarah North at Kennesaw State, and we have great officers. We have been so fortunate. Um, the last couple of years, WIT has been evolving and wanting to grow the WIT campus program. And so I've been a part of this program now. I tried to start in the 2016, 2017 year, but then in 2017, 2018 year, there's a brand new push. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot more was, a lot more focus was granted to WIC campus to really get these young ladies who are on the college campuses. So there are about 13 campuses around the state that have Mm -hmm. WIC campus teams like the team that we have at Kennesaw State. And we all come together about quarterly to discuss strategies on how things are working at at our individual campuses. And that's been an amazing uh, process and getting to know all the different ladies. And so we get an opportunity to work with our individual clubs and each club is taking a a life of its own. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, maintaining the brand and the values and the vision of of WIT, the home office um, downtown Atlanta. And so I really love where we're headed this year. Uh, the mission has been to really, uh, when we're talking with the girls, and it's a great alignment between the sponsors, WIT, and the WIT campus clubs, to get these young ladies on these campuses ready yeah. for the workforce. Yeah. And so that's what all of our focus are. So any events, any activities that we do, they want they we ask all the sponsors who come in to speak to our students and any of the activities that the volunteers do on the campuses should be around getting these young ladies ready for the workforce. Yeah. Because with campus is to me, it's a diamond in the rough in terms of the opportunities that's available mm-hmm. to these young ladies. It's all benefit. It's very little downside. You're getting all of these women who are already like Jill, who are already in the technology community who are coming out, giving up their time yeah. to give their advice to these young ladies who are just starting out mm-hmm. Then WIT, on top of that, does things like give away scholarships really? and internships. So it's nothing but win and benefit oh from God, participating no in a WIT campus. Yes. So we just finished the process. Um, I think the end of January was when, or sometime in January or February, was when the scholarships for this year were, the scholarship applications were due. And... They've just give a lot of young ladies have internship opportunities, not only through the companies that work with WIT, but also through WIT itself. They've had a number of interns themselves. So how does the WIT campus program work? So I'm a college student. I am in tech. Do I just find my way to you guys? Are you guys recruiting me? So we encourage everyone first to go to mywit.org and you can join mywit.org. And when you're at mywit.org, you can see what college campuses have a WIT campus club at that particular college campus. There are a lot of schools in the metro areas. Again, it's 13 statewide, but there are a lot of schools in the metro area, but there are two who are outside of the metro area. Mm -hmm. Down at Georgia Southern, there's a strong WIT campus uh, presence there and Strongwood Campus Club. There's also a Strongwood Campus Club at Columbus State. And what's amazing for both of those is that the volunteers who are doing those campuses and volunteering for those campuses, making sure those clubs grow, are actually volunteers who live in the Atlanta area, who are taking the time to volunteer and go and spend time with the ladies at those various college campuses, in addition to all of us who are volunteering here in the Atlanta area. 
That's amazing because I'm in broadcast communications, as I stated earlier. Um, I find that it's hard for me to break into it. I don't think that we have any type of like mentorship program that's helping us, you know, get out there into the world. So you guys that are doing this for technology. It's just so amazing. I think well, that's, that's what I love awesome. about WIT is because it gives, I wish, we, that's one of the things that Jill and I were talking about earlier is that I wish WIT would have been, if I would have known about it, I, it existed clearly when yeah. I graduated, but I didn't know anything about it. And I would have loved to have had a Jill or a, a number of the ladies that I work with on a regular basis to serve as a mentor for me. Because right. so many things that I had to go to go through as a woman in technology, being the only woman, being the only black or being the only black woman mm -hmm. in these settings of programming with all of these men. It's been a challenge, and it would have been nice to have had some mentors that I could oh, yeah. have gone to. So I want to now serve in that role for some of these young ladies. So now do you work with some of the ladies, like, one-on-one, -on -one, or are you more of someone that doesn't really interact well, for me, this is I'm truly committed, and okay. I think that it's important that anyone who volunteers for WIT, especially for any of WIT, but definitely for WIT campus, should really think about what you're doing and really yeah. commit to that program. So in my mind, when it first started, I said, I'm going to at least give it three years, at least. So that way I know it's not a one and done mm -hmm. that you want to affect lives because it's really important to these young ladies. But I think I'll be around way more than three years. Yeah. But what happens is when you're on the campus itself, I get to work very closely with the campus, not only the campus advisor, but also all of the executive boards. So each campus club has officers. WIC campus has a constitution and bylaws that sets forth what officers we should have for yeah. each club. And so we get, as WIC volunteers, we get an opportunity to work extremely closely with our WIT um, executive board. And again, this has been a new push over the last two years, so it's still evolving. And I feel like WIT campus at Kennesaw State, we're really getting into our stride. Yeah. And so I'm very excited about the possibilities. I know there have been other WIT campus clubs around the state who've been very active, like Georgia State has a very active presence. I know Georgia Southern has a very active organization, yeah. and they do a lot of great things. I hear about that with the all-hands meeting that we have. You hear about the great things that all of the schools are doing. And so each campus is is bringing forth, like, just bringing that life for, yeah. and all of the campus volunteers are getting to work with some amazing girls. Our president last year, she actually told me she ended up getting a job with Microsoft. Wow. And she told me, she says, Miss Stephanie, I would not have gotten this job. She didn't think if she was not president of the WIC Campus Club. Yeah. She thinks that is the edge that she was able yeah. to have to get Having that Having that leverage and that program behind you supporting you mm -hmm. is awesome. Yes. No, that's my word. Awesome. That's fine. <laughs> so now I know you've only been there for three years. Have you seen some of the ladies graduate and go on to other things? Just a few. Yeah. Um, so and it is nice to see. And that's what's been amazing. It's like I don't remember seeing these A-type kicking girls that are just rocking. I, mean, yeah. I don't remember seeing a lot of that. Yeah. But to, in this setting, we're getting to see some amazing students. I mean, incredibly intelligent students who are very driven, who want, who are looking for that job. And I just think they need the guidance. A lot of them need the guidance of these 
of the volunteers. Mm-hmm. That's why the volunteers have to be committed because they're seeking this guidance, yeah. not only to help them get that internship or get that job, but then hopefully it will develop as they, when they've graduated, we encourage them to join WIT so that they can participate in the WIT forums and continue to network within that environment and find a peer or a mentor. Mm-hmm. And so it can be a lifelong, that's the beauty of WIT. It can be a lifelong um, journey. Yeah. To success. So do you find yourself working with WIT girls? So we were talking about, <laughs> we did talk about that a little bit earlier. So I was actually introduced to WIT because I was a finalist for Woman of the Year in Technology in 2013. Ooh. And the president of Southern Polytechnic State University had nominated mm-hmm. me. And for me, I didn't think I would get anywhere in the process. And she and I, I was like, let's just explore it. I was like, this sounds like a really cool organization. So let's just see what's happening. And then when I became finalist, I was like, this was totally not expected. <laughs> but I was I was so amazed by the program. And when I left Southern Poly, I had and I moved to another position. That's why I had the little drop off. Yeah. Uh, but I want I always wanted to come back to Southern Poly, but to that campus. So that's why it's Kennesaw State, okay. the Marietta campus, which houses the WIC campus at KSU. I want because I have a lot of friends and colleagues who are deans, women who are deans of the engineering department and the IT department or yeah. department chairs, just amazing women in technology. So they're just as passionate about having that program there. Right. And so that's how I got back involved with it. I don't know if that's the question you asked. <laughs> no, you, you told me a lot. I, I really liked <laughs> hearing that information, but I just wanted to know more if you work with, with girls and before they that's get right. onto the college campuses. That's what happened. So when I was first, when I became familiar with WIT, I wanted to explore. And so I, I would encourage anyone who has an interest in WIT yeah. in general and volunteering, explore the different areas. There are a lot of different areas that you can volunteer with WIT, whether it be WIT girls, you can help with some of the events that WIT puts on, and you can also have WIT campus and a lot of the events that also occur with WIT forums. And so I did explore a couple of WIT girls events and I found that that's not quite me. Okay. And part of what I was saying about that is the fact that the, what I love about WIT campus is these girls actually know. Yeah. I want to be in technology. Okay. Just like Jill, she saw those ladies. I know I want to be this one. Yeah. So I want to serve in that capacity. Okay. Not necessarily encourage someone who may or may not want to do it. So that's why WIT girls is not quite for me. But it's but again, I explored. So I think I did, but maybe two or three WIC girls projects because yeah. they all have one off projects. And I volunteered for a couple of those. But I said, nah, that's not quite me. So I moved on to WIC campus. So listen to this. This is a suggestion. I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. I would love to see some of the ladies from WIC campus, like the college um, students, come and work with WIC girls and just tell them what they're doing and how you guys all there are helping them in the mentorship program. Well, actually the students at WIC campus would love to do that. Yeah. And I'm not sure. And I know the ones at Kennesaw state would love to. So all of them have shown an interest in wanting to do that. Again, WIC campus is relatively new. So we're getting our stride. Yeah. I don't think that that's something that's far fetched at all. I see that potentially being something that will blend together eventually. So 
You're not the first to say that. Okay. Um, we've been talking about that for a long time. And one of the things we're trying to do is whenever there is a volunteer opportunity for a WIT Girls event, we open it up to the WIT campus students. Ooh, yes. So we have our leadership team. We have the women that are kind of involved. And then we also have this group of 13 schools that have tons of people at them that are, you know, ready and willing. Um, so... Sometimes the schedules can be a little tough, yeah. but we are trying to sort of incorporate that. One of the ways we're doing that is um, the website redesign competition that Stephanie was speaking about. We don't only have WIC campus groups that are competing for this redesign. Mm -hmm. um, two of the groups are actually WIC girls. So they Ooh. are competing against the college students to try That's to awesome. redesign our website, um, which is really cool. And it's a good opportunity for them you know, if they win, they get they get prize money and they get to see their website come to life. And if they don't win, then they get to see all of the opportunities that the college students have and yeah. the way that they created their website designs and what they did differently to win to kind of learn from their, you know, competitors. Yeah. Um, so we're starting to kind of incorporate the two programs a little more closely. Um, it's just a 2019 kind of brand new <laughs> initiative, you know. Yeah. So, um, what was my next question? How do you guys stay relevant in the whole technology scene? Well, for myself, like, obviously our jobs. So my job is really based on, again, I'm responsible for a major company's website, email marketing, social media. Right. So I definitely stay up on all of the different technologies that are to stay relevant. Yeah. All of these spaces are changing constantly mm -hmm. and all the time so we have to maintain and you have to stay continue to learn yeah and I'm constantly learning but I also have again I mentioned desire to have my own websites right and so I continue to I taught myself before I would teach myself again oh, yeah. to learn uh, I'm also I'm a huge believer in everyone should have their own business on the side mm -hmm. and I think websites are a very easy way anything in websites and technology in radio or podcasting there are so many opportunities out there for everyone to get a to do something on the side yeah. and I think the internet and all that the technology offers is a great way for that so would you like to answer that as well? Sure. Um, <laughs> so like Stephanie, I learn a lot through my job and, you know, the way that our company is changing. And honestly, I learned a ton at our WIT events. I go to as many WIT mm. forums as I can and through the WIT girls events. I know they're targeted at high schoolers and middle schoolers, but we did an event on cybersecurity. And I feel like I learned so much yeah. that I did not know before um, just because they're teaching it at a level that anyone can understand. Um, you don't have to have that experience to get it. Yeah. And, you know, I learned about supply chain management at a WIT forum. I learned about Bitcoin at WIT. I learned about, you know, so many other t new technologies and ways that technology is changing um, through some of the WIT events, even if that wasn't my original intention right. for going. Mm -hmm. um, just because you're exposed to so many different people at so many different companies, um, and I come from a long line of teachers. Okay. You know, most of the people in my family are teachers. So we're a big believer in a lifelong learning. Yeah. Um, and I think you kind of have to be constantly trying to better yourself yeah. and improve yourself, um, whether that's through personal development books or professional development books or podcasts or any other way that you can constantly be kind of keeping 
your finger on the pulse yeah. of what's going on in the tech world. There's so much available that's free mm-hmm. that you can just go yeah. on YouTube and watch, you know, somebody building a robot and take a tutorial about yeah. how to do that same thing that there's just really no excuse. A friend of mine to, was telling me that she's like learning how to code. I'm like, how? She's yeah. Like YouTube. <laughs> well, and that's the thing with a lot of the wet girls events, you know, we, all of our events are free. Yeah. So we do not charge any of the wet girls for any event that we host. Wow. So in order to do that, we have to have free resources mm-hmm. that they can use outside of the event that they can continue that learning. So we're about to do an event on um, augmented and virtual reality. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the group that we're working with women in extended reality is going to do is they're going to provide us with some free or inexpensive resources for how the girls can continue the projects that they're starting at the event. So I fully intend on, you know, getting some of those resources and, and sharing them on our social media and sharing them, you know, with just my colleagues that may be interested in it because you're these avail these opportunities are available um you just have to know where to look so i'm not in sixth seventh eighth ninth ten or eleventh or twelfth grade can i attend you can. <laughs> i would love to learn a little bit more <laughs> um you can probably attend a wit campus event okay <laughs> yes and, yep. the, and similarly, the WIC campus, we have an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony. This year's opening ceremony was um, conducted by First Data, who is one of WIT sponsors. And then the closing ceremony is being held by Mercedes-Benz. And so the young ladies spend a full day learning at those envi- in their environments, yeah. learning something about getting ready for the workforce and using the tools that these companies use in their environments. So it's it's really again similarly. I learned I've been learning a lot yeah. from not only just from the um, wit events because to your point when you mentioned steam and arts, one of the wit forums that I went to was about the entertainment industry and okay. seeing all the CGI and how you just don't even think about yeah. how all of this again is all of it is tech, technology, and so and then going to and when these companies come and present to these students, I was telling Jill that um, a company that she is very experienced with. They came and visited Kennesaw State. I'm like, I don't recall companies like this when I was coming through yeah. and visiting with us. So it's it's really exciting being able to see. I'm excited for just this generation, mm-hmm. not only for myself, but for them and the opportunities that are just, it seems endless. Oh, but yeah. unfortunately, kids these days, they, they want things so fast and so quickly mm-hmm. that they, they want it now, but it's so much out here. And yeah. you just have to be patient and find what's for you. And that's one of the things we get to talk to when you get those one-on-one times to hear a student's, um, not struggles, but what their, their scenarios and their situations. Calm down. <laughs> Everything's going to work out. You're in a great field. You can just pick your industry. You, you will have, there's going to be so many opportunities. Right. Just be patient and, and trust the process. I feel like you're preaching to me and all that I want to do right now as well. <laughs> well, thank you ladies so much for coming in and telling me all about the things that you guys do for WIT Girls and WIT Campus. And if someone wants to know a little bit more about you, Stephanie Coleman, how can they reach you? Well, I am also on social media, primarily LinkedIn. Um, that's where I'm mostly active is okay. on LinkedIn. All right. So do you guys have anything else to share with ladies that are listening? I would like to piggyback just a little bit off of what Jill mentioned before, that we are very excited about the process that we're in the middle of with this website redesign competition. Oh, yes. um, because we it is blending both the uh, college students and the WIC girl students. And 
so five, three winners. Mm-hmm. There will be three. There are eleven teams currently involved okay. in the competition, and there will be three teams that will win. First place will win a thousand dollars each. Second, each? yes, second place will win five hundred dollars each. And third place will win $250 each. So you and win regardless. It, well, those three, top three do. Yes. <laughs> but, and getting the experience that you're going to yes. get. And then if you actually have the have the next WIT website, that's gravy for your for your resume. Oh, yeah. For anyone, whether it be a WIT girl student or a WIT campus student. So we're excited about that. And we're excited about our partners and the sponsors who are providing these great prizes, Green Sky and Delta. So WIT, oh WIT has God. a lot of great uh, sponsors and partners that it all comes together so well. Yeah. And it's just been a, it's been a pleasure to watch how it all unfolds and these opportunities that come together for these students. Such huge sponsors. So when does this take place? So we're in the middle of it. And actually, so if any of these ladies are listening today, they know that their projects are due um, by 1159 tomorrow, March 15th. And the winner will be announced on April 12th. And these winners will then get an opportunity. So here again, it all blends together. The winners will present at the May WIT Forum, which is open to the adults who are in WIT. Okay. And so they will get to present there. Wow, that's amazing. So many great things happening for you guys and for the ladies that are in WIT as well. So thank you guys so much for coming and speaking to us and saying all the great things that you guys do. This is another episode of Women in Technology here on the Business Radio X station. This is Sanjay Tourette.